0: What's up everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Top 5 at 5 with your host, Johnny Quest. Today is Tuesday, June 30th, last day of the month. Here's what you missed while you were out dodging the news. So let's just get right into it. I alluded to this in yesterday's post show for the few of you that make it that far, but the New York Times wrote an article this weekend that said that Russia was paying bounties allegedly to the Taliban to hunt and kill Western soldiers, including Americans. According to this report, which now has been confirmed by multiple outlets and foreign intelligence agencies, quote, U.S. intelligence officials Concluded, a Russian military intelligence unit had secretly offered Taliban-linked groups money to kill Western forces in Afghanistan, including U.S. troops. Two officials also confirmed that they believed at least one U.S. troop had been killed as a result of the bounties. The Times also reported that the information that led military and intelligence officials to focus on the bounties included a raid on a Taliban outpost that found a large amount of American cash, end quote. Apparently, this was being handled on the Russian side by the GRU, the Russian intelligence agency known for things like killing former Russian spies in the UK, interfering with American elections, and, you know, hacking WikiLeaks. Nah, there shouldn't be anything to be suspicious about here, right? I mean, Russia says it's fake news and even said it's bullshit and even quotes their own buddy and our president's tweets also saying that it's fake news yeah our president apparently says he was never briefed on this because the information hasn't been fully confirmed even though that's usually not necessary to tell the president about it because of the crazy allegations here so quote officials also told the times that president donald trump had been briefed on the intelligence finding and that the white house's national security council had discussed it at an interagency meeting in late March, end quote. So what gives? Apparently, it was in his presidential briefing, which is typed out, but he don't read shit. And it was never verbally spoken to him. So when press secretary Kaylee McKenney was asked if the president was briefed, she said he was never quote unquote personally briefed. So basically, nobody told him. So how to would you expect him to know about it? You think he actually reads anything? Which is hmm, kind of scary. Like, if this turns out to be true, and those 500000 US dollars found came from the Russians, and nobody told the president, or the VP, or the chief of staff, what the hell are you people doing over there in the White House? And if the opposite is true, that they did tell them, but the administration was too dumb or too slow to do anything about it, or is just delaying a response, then... Ah. We're all just screwed. Either way, sounds like incompetence. Here's an update to a previous story on the China-Hong Kong situation. So if you recall, China passed a law a couple weeks back, an anti-sedition law, that basically gave it governance over Hong Kong instead of leaving the whole one country, two systems that they had in place since 99. Well, a partial draft of that law was released, and yeah, that's not great. Quote, According to a summary of the draft published by state news agency Xinhua, Hong Kong will establish a committee to be headed by the chief executive of hong kong and subject to oversight by the central government in china separately beijing will set up a national security agency overseen by the central government to guide implementation of the law as well as quote collect and analyze national security intelligence critics say the law meant to target separatism subversions terrorism and collusion with foreign forces will be used against people who criticize the government and will fundamentally undermine free speech in Hong Kong. Under the One Country, Two Systems framework, Hong Kong residents enjoy freedoms such as the right to free speech and assembly, civil liberties not seen on the mainland. End quote. Yeah, it's looking like Beijing is tired of the protests and just wants to put an end to all that. Quote. Pro-democracy activists reacted with dismay to the details of the draft. Jimmy Lai, media mogul and activist said the National Security Bureau will be the sword of Damocles over our head. If you look at how the law will work in the mainland, its enforcement is simply arbitrary. Joshua Wong, an activist and former protest leader, said, I call upon the world to stand with Hong Kong and urge China to withdraw this evil law. Hong Kong's chief executive, Carrie Lam, pledged her support of the bill by promising that her government would, quote, ensure the effective implementation of the relevant law in Hong Kong, end quote. And yeah, she's been pro-Beijing, so I fully expected some more book Expect protests to continue for some time. And in a way, companies are protesting Facebook. Yeah, I also previewed this yesterday, but it looks like there's a movement to show Facebook who's really controlling the purse strings, and they need to start paying attention. The big names here started with Unilever, owner of major products across the board, such as Axe, Dove, Lipton's, Hellman's, the only real mayonesa. Anyways, they pulled out all their advertising on Facebook for the entire month of July. It's this, quote, stop hate." for profit campaign organized by the anti-defamation league the NAACP and some other organizations they're promoting like dry july but for social media advertising so then honda joined in hershey's verizon then Coca-Cola, Starbucks, some of them are pausing ads across all social media, not just Facebook, including Twitter and Instagram. Quoting Coca-Cola's statement, starting on July 1st, the Coca-Cola company will pause paid advertising on all social media platforms globally for at least 30 days. We will take this time to reassess our advertising standards and policies to determine whether revisions are needed internally and what more we should expect of our social media partners to rid the platforms of hate." 8 violence, and inappropriate content. We will let them know we expect greater accountability, action, and transparency from them, end quote. So all of this is to address the issue that Facebook doesn't monitor their advertisers enough, especially political ones, but also like just straight up hate speech. I mean, in response, Facebook announced some changes to their policies, such as now flagging posts with misinformation and violence incitement, something they said they would never do to politicians politicians. politicians and also a ban on hate speech and ads, which again, like, how is that a thing that they were accepting money for? I guess the issue is also about advertising on the platform and ads appearing next to hate speech articles and hate speech groups. But I don't know. Will this actually really do anything to Facebook? Most of their ad money comes from small and medium businesses. I mean, these giants apparently only count for like 6% of their ad revenue. The PR isn't good so hence the few changes that they've made here, but I'm not sure how much change we'll actually see enacted. Remember, Zuck isn't just the CEO. He also can't be outvoted or overruled. Weird governance for sure. Here's an interesting acquisition. Lululemon, maker of fine booty-popping yoga pants and athletic wear, wants to make sure that not only can you see yourself looking fine in those leggings, but when that view looks just... A subpar you can just turn that mirror on and get your workout on girl yeah Lululemon has made its first acquisition and they purchased mirror you've probably seen their ads on Instagram or Facebook or random places online mirror is that at home wall mounted fitness device with a screen implemented into the mirror so you can watch live fitness classes and workout in your home very similar to like the Peloton style of at home Home workouts, but for personal training, and it's not cheap either. Mirror retails for just under fifteen hundred dollars, and it's thirty nine dollars a month to stream the classes. But quote in an era where gyms are creaking open, the Rona is still running rampant, and people are tired of using wine bottles as weights. Lululemon thinks Mirror will show off its best features. Peloton Mirror cycling equivalent has been a pandemic superstar. Its stock is up nearly three hundred percent since a March low. Mirror will operate as a standalone unit in Lululemon with founder and CEO Bryn Putnam in charge. Earlier this year, Putnam told Business Casual Podcast she envisioned Mirror being the next iPhone. <laughs> Relax. So, yeah, there's Mirror and there's Peloton, you know, if you like to be a soul-sucking cycler at home and do a couple spin workouts, yeah, you could do the Peloton thing. But then there's Zwift. See, Zwift is for racing bikes, real bikers. It uses actual real bikes with the tires removed you add some accessories some pretty expensive accessories from wahoo like the wahoo climb which actually lifts the frame up and down like a mechanical bull to simulate hills the back tire is then replaced with a wahoo kicker it's like a trainer that loops the chain onto a weighted wheel to simulate a bunch of different degrees of resistance you add a laptop to it for the classes and quote how can i see my laptop from my bike well there's a solution for that too with a rubber-topped telescoping desk that floats right over my handlebars all in all it's about five thousand dollars in racing equipment that's guaranteed to never move me an inch the finest hamster wheel that money can buy and quote of course for serious race bikers this is super popular so much so that quote dozens of the world's fastest cyclists will be competing in a virtual tour de france hosted on zwift beginning july 4th dub the tour virtual with the sport broadcast live on tv will it last after quarantine zen zwift is betting on it Pro sports are already a $70 billion industry. Esports were only a $951 million industry in 2019, but they're growing, end quote. Yeah, they're expected to be a billion-dollar market by next year, and Zwift is trying to get their e-bike racing into the Olympics. Now, wouldn't that be interesting? my beautiful people those are my top 5 news stories of the day and really quick did you guys happen to catch the little thing about Trump that oh boy he mistaked a cowboy sculpture in his office as Teddy Roosevelt during an interview about knowing the history of statues it was not Teddy Roosevelt it's just a statue called the Bucking Bronco oh my gosh this is what we're dealing with A guy who just says and agrees to anything that's prompted to him. Oh, brother. Anyways, that's all I got for you guys. For the few of you that have stayed this far and listened to my banter at the end, remember to stay focused, stay proud, stay dedicated in all you do. Dodge the rest. Catch up with me. I got you with the news.